to another episode of the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. This is the podcast where we take you on a hyper-detailed ride-through of your favorite Disney World attractions so you can experience the magic no matter where you are. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And around here, around the house, is also our our Liam. There we go. <laughs> Uh, he is our special needs adult son, and we take him to Disney World quite often, I'd say, and that's because he loves going, mm-hmm. and the rest of us aren't complaining either, <laughs> and uh, he has uh, tons to say um, in his own way about how much he loves Disney World, but he's not able to express that uh, verbally on mic, so we're going to uh, be speaking on his behalf whenever uh, we can uh, throughout the episode. However, I, again, I doubt that we're going to hear much from Liam because this is an attraction that he does not like. you might hear him banging his guitar in the back. Oh, yeah. He's, he's he's in rare form he's, today. He's pretty he's loud. He's been on spring break, so he's pretty he's, loud. He's now. restless, for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so welcome, everyone of all stripes and all abilities. We are so glad that you joined us here in the pavilion. Uh, today's episode is a companion episode to our uh, Expedition Everest ride through that we did last week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. We sure had a lot of fun doing uh, that episode. It was it was interesting. Number one, it was the first time we went to Animal Kingdom on the podcast, right. mm-hmm. and also it was um, it was a roller coaster. It was the first time we did essentially this you know two and a half minute ride um, where there we were speeding by everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe it's about the same length as Peter Pan, but. You're not flying past everything. You can <laughs> kind of soak it in. So it was uh, interesting to to be able to talk about the uh, the attraction in that way. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, it's a heavily storied attraction. Uh, so there was lots to talk about just in the queue in the in the Asia area itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and today's no exception. Actually, there's lots to to talk about. So why don't we just jump right in? Um, Actually, before we do, Amy, why don't you quickly let everybody know how they can... Quick, 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 quick. Here we go. Uh, You can find us on Pinterest at Ride Through Pavilion. On Instagram, get this, at Ride Through Pavilion. Wait a minute. Twitter, we're at Ride Through Pod. So (sighs) just stop those little fingers from a typing after (laughs) P and change it to an O-D. At the end of that Twitter thing, you got us. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) All right. Woo! All right. This is a Friday night recording, and so we got to get that Friday night energy going. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Fiona, stop choking your mom. Please, sit down. (laughs) Fiona, sit down. Uh, Okay. So, as we said, we did a ride-through of Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain last week. And uh, so we just want to kind of have a quick chat and what we call a companion episode. We're going to talk about the history, the stories, and some of the secrets behind the uh, behind the attraction. And uh, 
for one thing, let's just start off with some more facts. We like to start off with oh, facts. We love usually. the facts. We love the facts. Uh, just to reiterate, it is in the Asia section of Animal Kingdom. Uh, it had an opening date of April 7th, 20, 2006. Not 22,006, just 2006. And uh, it took six years to plan, research, and build this. So from wow. beginning to end, it that took... That seems pretty quick for how detailed and involved this ride is. Yeah, yeah especially when you think there really are continuing there, finishing off that whole that, that area. whole area. So if you think about what we're talking about here, what gets covered, and we'll talk about this here in a minute, but that across from Discovery uh, River, when you're at that Yeti shrine, mm-hmm. you've just passed like uh, Flights of Wonder and Yak and Yeti, the restaurants, um, and in your bathrooms yeah well and you're getting so that all that stuff is new so mm-hmm. so from that shrine on i mean we're talking about conceptualizing really getting you into the story so mm-hmm. it was a major part if you i mean if you can imagine um there really wasn't much there was no pandora right obviously at the time and um there was there was yeah asia was really much wasn't. smaller well asia. and there really wasn't that many things to do there certainly was no thrill ride. Well, besides, um, if you consider dinosaur a thrill ride, oh. which I would, you know, it's definitely yeah. it was definitely yeah. their e-ticket. Uh, I was terrified of it. That's the true. First time I went on it, she was. True. I did true. not go on it um, for two years after I went on it for the first time. So that's true. Very true. That's how scared I was of it. Yeah. <laughs> but just giving the, you know given that feel of that continuation from Dino Land into part of the world too is Yeah. I like how they make that transition. Oh, I do too. I, I think they did a really great job. Excuse me, I'm kinda choking. Um so uh, sorry, we are silent we are silently trying to message something to each other. That that's the <laughs> weird pause. Uh, I will say this and the no, Amy fumbling good. over words because Amy doesn't fumble over words. <laughs> right. It was all my Except fault. Except for I just I, fumbled over weird the word fumble. <laughs> Fiona's <laughs> landing a plane. No, I'm not. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, that's 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 really what they were building. So that's uh, you know partly why it took so long. And um, yes, Fiona. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Let's get this train back on the... Back on the tracks. Uh, so anyway, it took six years of plan to research and to build. And uh, at any given time, there are four trains in operation, and each train can hold 34 passengers. And uh, check this out. In, in, in a given hour, it can push through 1,800 guests. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So if you think if you're like working, you know, you're waving hello to everybody as they return, that's 1,800 people that you're going to wave at. In the course in an of an hour. hour. Yeah. Not in a day. And, and on uh, high capacity days, they actually can put a fifth train. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So anyway, so our journey to the mountain, uh, to the mountain pass starts actually at, um, you know, I, I think typically we think of how we, we, the shortest way to get there when you arrive really is to go past Dino Land and then you know Around go past Nemo. Nemo and then you go over that bridge. But really, if you want to experience the 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 glory of this ride and the the rich detail that's been put into it, you actually start there at the Yeti Shrine that we mentioned before, mm-hmm. and 
Um, it's right there uh, across Discovery River, and so you can see out across the mountain, and you see the shrine right in front of you. Now, when you look at that shrine, if you if you look at it from the right angle, it actually lines up with the the silhouette of the of the attraction, so of the mountain pass and the peak of Everest that that follows the silhouette right, right. of the shrine. Well, what about? A year ago, me and my mom went together, and that's me. Um, yeah, who's <laughs> your mom? <laughs> Just kidding. I'm her mom. It's my first um, wife, Amy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's usually a photographer right there um, taking pictures in the corner. Um, but we we went up, and she's like, "Oh, you guys want to know like this really cool picture spot? I never ever do this, but you know, you guys are cool. Let's take a picture." Because we are cool. <laughs> um, I mean, one. The picture did not show up in our Disney Experience app, which is very sad. Um, But yeah, she she showed us that the shrine matched the mountain. It was really cool. Like she was showing us the pictures from her phone, but like, um, yeah, I'm really sad that we didn't get those photos. So so it was really cool. We got some pictures of a really great family, though. (laughs) Before they were like one off. She got into that thing where you're scanning you scan before yeah. and then you can lose track that way for sure. Yeah. yeah so uh, that was very, that was done very intentionally and to kind of further, you know, take that to the next level. The Yeti in the shrine is actually positioned in the same spot that the Yeti is positioned uh, in, in the mountains, in the attraction itself. So that's kind of fun yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, and again, this is this, this shrine, the, the, little statue of the Yeti is just another fantastic example of how they have multiple interpretations of the appearance of the Yeti, which I think is great because for one thing, it keeps it a mystery. Like until you actually put eyes on the Yeti, you wonder if it's real, right? Just because everybody has a a legend. It has a different interpretation. It's a folklore. Exactly. And that is reinforced in all the different ways that the, the Yeti takes, uh, takes on appearance throughout the different art and the statues. So that's really cool. Now. Yeah. You want to say something? I don't know why this just popped into my head and I, it doesn't have anything to do with our notes. But if you're a wilderness explorer, this is one of the stickers that you get in your journey around to get the Yeti. Animal Kingdom is to get the Yeti. Yeah. Also at the bathrooms, there's you have to like count gear and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, for wilderness. I explorer. forget exactly where it is, but it, By the it's pretty easy to spot. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, and they've added some new stuff for Pandora. Mm-hmm. So um, next, as we're as we're walking toward the mountain now, we can look down and we can see that the paths are going from this low lying, kind of muddy. You know, we see bike tracks in there, and that's kind of that lower elevation where all the water connects and the jungles. That's that's out in front of you know where we you would have walked by. Um, Kelly River Rapids, mm-hmm. um, and, and and so as you're walking, though, what they did was they made the ground uh, appear a little smoother, a little harder. So you're kind of getting into that that um, the harder mud, the clay that you would get in the mountainous areas, and uh, you're starting to see hoof prints. So you're transitioning from biking, you know, from place to place to mm. being, you know, in high up remote villages where you would need horses or pack mules wow. or whatever. Mm. So you see hoof marks. Uh, in the ground so uh we like to say look up but we're now we're saying look down (laughs) and then to the left we have these cleverly hidden bathrooms 
and um, hidden in terms of they don't right. look like bathrooms. Right. But uh, but it's actually uh, let's see the the f- the first building you come across on the left is is a hotel that's under construction, mm-hmm. and this is making way for all the 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 influx of eco tourists who are going to come to Expedition Everest or or to the you know to the um, expedition whatever the company is called i forget uh but then as you move forward you know the where the women's restroom is uh you see you see it's in an internet cafe mm-hmm. so that is that is very much intentionally part of this of this village that we're part of and it's kind of like your last stop for um for internet you know sorry boys that's for the ladies <laughs> hey hey you're right uh, so here's now the, we, we should mention here and i avoided mentioning this because i feel like this is this is a thing that that people throw out all the time and it really wasn't that cool or interesting uh, to mention in the ride through because it's really not something you would know and we tried to kind of keep the story to like what you would soak in if you were just in line that's how we try to do those ride throughs um we try not to reveal too much but here uh we can actually um, reveal that the owners of of the uh, tourist company is norbu and bob norbu 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 and Bob. I love Norbu and Bob. Yeah, yeah. Especially Norbu. What is that? Norbu's okay. That Bob, I can't stand him. Right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> and then no one was explaining it. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but if you listen carefully as you're going by, uh, this is a little creepy in light of your most recent comment about the ladies <laughs> only having the internet. Uh, you can hear uh, Imagineer Joe Rohde's voice uh, coming out of that building. Joe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's a rascal. <laughs> what a rascal, that Joe. But uh, anyway, yeah, so you, you hear people kind of, you know, some, some conversation piped in supposedly coming from supposedly coming from one of the higher floors. Do you know what they're talking about? I have no idea. Hmm. Probably Ooh. you. Please comment. If you know what they're talking about. Yes. Hashtag. What's Joe talking about? <laughs> what's that Joe? <laughs> hashtag. What's that Joe? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so as we move, th- then we move past the, what is now the thirsty river bar. And then I forget what the little refreshment thing next to that is like where they have the popcorn and the soda fountain. Yeah. But, um, that used to be a fast pass building. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and then they, they reopened it, uh, after they got rid of the, the physical fast pass machines, the physical fast passes, and they kind of backwards engineered this story to where this is like this fabled bar, uh, where you would belly up to get a drink. It was your last chance to go to get a drink before you headed up the mountain or on your way back. Which it is one of our favorite places to frequent. They're it, quick. It, there's yeah. no chit chat there's there's two sides to the bar they have the beer the golden monkey that we love so much they have fiona's flying yak um slushy thing there it really is the perfect place to go and on the other side there's like a there's a little there's like kiosk. soda yeah. and snacks and stuff so if- and because both of those windows serve fountain drinks you can get ice water ice water there yeah. which at that point in the park you need you need it you need yes. it i'll tell you here's a side note we we don't bring bottled water into the park anymore because we just do ice water when we need it and and sometimes we don't do it enough right but we 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 now have 
we now know where like the best spots are because you can't go somewhere where they don't serve fountain drinks. They won't give you ice water because they can't make ice water. Right. I have a really good like hidden place for water. Okay. It's good water too. Yeah. Over by um, in Dino Land. Uh, that, oh. uh, what is that place oh. called? The Restaurantosaurus. Restaurantosaurus. There's like this little um, shady this little spot. Shady cove. Shady like spot. you come around the yeah. corner. It's when you're heading into the front uh, door. door. Look to your right real quick. There's like a corner and there's um, citrus water and um, just regular water, like ice water. And yeah. you can just keep pouring water. Oh, but it's, it's so good. Oh my goodness. It's like the best discovery that yes. ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's hidden around there. Yep. And if you have to drink out of a water spot. fountain, the uh, the water fountain that's right outside of um, where you get the, the the orange, what do you call it? The citrus swirls. Oh. In, in, in now we're over in Adventureland. <laughs> okay, now, I'm Magic like, Kingdom. we've switched parts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry. But that doesn't have the stinky um, Florida I've, Florida water. I thought it no was offense, right Florida. when you walked into um, <laughs> Adventureland. It's like the first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's that one. That's a yeah. good one. I don't know what it's connected to. I don't love drinking out of water fountains. All right. Anyway, back to this. So now as we approach the mountain and we, we pass the, the fabled bar, the Thirsty River, we uh, come to the exterior. And uh, just a quick note, we said the words, the term prayer flags maybe 20 times because there are prayer flags everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was very cool to, um, I was watching a, a, a tour on YouTube with an Imagineer and she was talking about how they wanted to have these prayer flags everywhere because that really is what you see everywhere. Hmm. However, they wanted to be sensitive because oh. they didn't want to just throw up religious symbols because each of these prayer flags have like a... They resemble something. Yeah, they, they, they represent something. They're an hmm. icon of something that you would be praying for, like health hmm. or, or well, you know, like, like health or wealth or, you know, protection or whatever. And so you, well. they built, <laughs> so what they did was they, they took and they did, um, they did their own designs mm-hmm. that would, that would give you the impression that you're looking at something authentic, but they really are, um, they Disney, mean nothing. they're Disney designs that really mean nothing. They are inspired. So praying for nothing. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> hey, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> Well, why are, why are we why are we commenting on religion? <laughs> You're the <laughs> one Disney. who brought it up. I'm just saying. I thought it was really cool that they were sensitive it to that. It is cool. Mm-hmm. Good job. I mean, when I say good job, I mean good job. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, now, this is what's cool. Is this is something I didn't. You know, it, it's there's so much detail in these buildings that that you don't always notice, like just how much detail they just really sell you on like for instance the fact that a building's been there forever right now in the u.s when we say a building's been there forever it could be you know 300 years old max i mean we live here leave here we live here in, we live here we live here in <laughs> georgia and you know it's in the deep <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the 13th colony and it's it's very old and there's some very very old buildings but even at that you know the building's going to be 250 years old or whatever at uh, 200 years whatever and um you know, but when you think about a place like Nepal, I mean, it could be a very, very old building that goes back much mm-hmm. more than that. And right. so, um, <clears throat> but when you're looking at the buildings, a lot of them, they made them look like they settled. Mm. And so you, what you have is an actual 
like structure foundation well you have a you have a you have a sound building you have a sound square and plum building right Right. but then to the facade they did things like you know maybe put a um, you know a ledge across the top of it that that went up a little bit on one side so it made it look like the building was see well how can they go beyond that so it doesn't look like a like a an angle on the roof they had to install windows like progressively lower as you go across the building just to Hmm. give you that effect and you know they put in doorways just a little bit crooked now are there any cracks in the walls I mean, if they are, it's it's fake. I mean, it's a facade thing, right? Because it has to be a buildings code. aren't. And it makes sense. Crumbling at Disney. Exactly. Let's just be clear, <laughs> right? Because it, it does. Be not afraid of any of that. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. And then the 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 uh, attention to detail continues when uh, you, you guys notice that around the windows um, that you have like there's a lot of black painted around there. Mm-hmm. That uh, that is. The, the the thinking there is that black paint's going to soak up the sun and kind of like you know help bring heat or whatever into mm-hmm. the into the house, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a real thing that they like that they that. do in Nepal. Uh, the red you see the red a lot around the the openings the corners right all of that mm-hmm. is a sign of protection that is, they they mm. believe that that color brings protection to them. So okay, well yeah, never mind. all right okay no i was just gonna say it's funny that they would follow all of these like other things that they did but not pay well i think you're going back to the prayer flags yeah because i don't think they wanted to use actual religious iconography in in an entertainment setting exactly they did not I, i think they did not want to invoke a specific religion and i i'm guessing that they wouldn't right. want to do that, and I'm guessing also that they did not want to um, 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 misappropriate that religion. The, yeah, that's that's good. Uh, you know, for for and like make money off of it at right. the end of the day. I mean, who would do that? You know, like who in their right mind would would do that? You know, um, so it's so it's it's actually a really sound, smart move for right. them to to just steer clear of it. Yeah, agreed. Um. So uh, a few a few notes about the mountain now as we're looking. Again, last week we established that when you're looking at the mountain, the attraction, you're not actually looking at the whole of Everest. This is the... the, the, the right, these are the mountains ahead of right. Everest. This is the forbidden pass, the forbidden mountain. And then way back in the back, you can see the peak of, of mm. Everest between... You know, but it, it looks to be a bit lower than everything. And the Imagineer that, that uh, was talking was 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 talking about how it's so high that it it does from certain views actually appear to be lower than hmm. the peaks around it so there are other peaks in the range of Everest but but it appeared to be it was so high you know and it would be up in the mist and optical like you know mm-hmm. like bending it and stuff or whatever um it people weren't actually going to tackle it because they didn't think it was the highest mountain. They're oh. tackling all the mountains around it. And it wasn't until somebody you know, actually mo- yeah, somebody there. measured it, whatever the modern technology. And yeah. I would say modern, I know we've been doing this in the last hundred and something years, but still like they finally figured out right. that's the tallest one. Mm, right. And so that's really why it's not like towering out over you. Like say the Matterhorn would be. Okay. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And in another note on that, in in real life, Everest, because it is tall, it's the last mountain to have the sun still shining on mm. it, still hitting it. Okay. So that's why at the nighttime, you know, at dusk, 
there, you can actually see it. It looks like, literally looks like the sun is still hitting it. Like it's, really? it fooled me. I mean, I, I really thought that was the sun at a certain angle, but that is, that is lighting that they, that's a lighting effect that they've done to just make it that much more realistic so that wow. you see just that peak lit that's up in the so back, awesome. even though the sun has gone down or is going down. Uh, speaking of realism, just going to throw this in there. Um, there are several photo opportunities around the mountain. Fiona had mentioned one in the corner over by the, um, what is that called? The shrine shrine. Thank you. Around the shrine. There's a picture opportunity there. Um, just warning you, if you're a couple, they'll probably have you kiss because that just they like seems to make like you kiss a there. kissing place. I don't or kiss and show your button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a real kissy kissy place, but it is a beautiful. It's actually a quite a beautiful picture where a lot of the other Disney not that the Disney pictures aren't beautiful, but this one really is kind of like a picture picturesque. Yeah type picture because you have the mountain out there and right. it's, it's thrown out of focus it well, just looks and, really nice and the whole river of lights thing is behind you and mm-hmm. it's just it's very it's a nice picture place if you wanted a family picture to put on a christmas card or something this would be the kind of sure. place agree. you'd go mm-hmm. um the other one is coming around from nemo that side on the bridge there's a close you can get closer up to the mountain Kind of like a one of those castle pictures from the bridge, mm-hmm. and um, they this warning magic shot and and ask for the magic shot because it is pretty funny. Um, you act like you're cold, and in our family we do everything at a hundred percent. We don't we don't <laughs> we do pretend like we're cold when it comes to yeah. acting. It so out. <laughs> we we really act like we're freezing, might be dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's what's so funny is we are acting so crazy about it, and then they put like Olaf on it right. or something. So we're acting just... like we're in danger, and then there's <laughs> Olaf. But those are two really good places to get your picture taken. I would say the other thing too is keep an eye out for when there's a photographer in front of the marquee that says Expedition mm-hmm. Everest on mm-hmm. it. That's which a, is very unusual. It is, but when the when the crowds it's a high are down, traffic area. When the crowds are down, when the yeah, the traffic isn't as high, and there's not people actually waiting in line and, mm-hmm. and obscuring it. It's a really great photo opportunity. A lot of times in the morning, photographers will hang out over in that part of the park because yeah, it's well, not because everybody's at Pandora, right, <laughs> or on the safari. Um, so, uh, so a, a couple of quick notes about the mountain itself and the structure. So this this coaster. What you're looking at when you see it, it's not like um, you're looking at a solid building that has, you know, that is part coaster and part building. You are looking at a show building. This mountain is a show building and that is made out of tons of steel and steel scaffolding and all that. Now, built inside of there and interwoven with it, but not touching, is the coaster itself. So imagine like you go to Six Flags and you see this freestanding coaster. There's nothing around it. It's just the coaster, right? Mm -hmm. There's no like show building. So imagine that. Now now imagine not interlocking, but like passing through all of those pylons and tracks are are steel beams that are holding up the show building around it. Hmm. That is how that was built. And it is is a... um, it is a marvel of engineering, especially for wow. the time. I think this, no, I don't want to say that. I, I feel like it's the first like CGI 
like the first computer aided um, coaster, but I feel like that might even be, and I feel like that could even be um, rock and roller coaster. No, maybe even space mountain. So I don't want to, I don't want to like commit to that, but maybe I'm thinking about the Yeti was the first computer. Animatronic. Yeah. But so, but anyway, so these things like, you know, and as you, as you, as a car passes by there, those those tracks shake you know if mm. they were brittle they would like break apart so they have to shake so there's you know so in some, some spots there's like there's just inches between the structure of oh, the building golly. and the the not the track but the you know the pylons and the right. structure of the track itself so um and, and well, the they've other, done a good job because there's no way you'd know that Absolutely. And, and the other thing you'll notice when you're looking at it is that these are multiple peaks and the water features and they go, you know, they go, they work around each other. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're just going to build one, you know, one um, peak and then mm-hmm. just like build scaffolding around it, like, you know, build up scaffolding and then take it down. What they had to do in order to get this to be like this three dimensional multi-level looking uh, mountain range was they came up with the idea that what we'll do is we'll build the mountain building itself, the mountain structure, but all of the all of the beams that are running through, we're actually going to make them longer than we have to, so they'll stick out hmm. of where they're supposed to be. We'll sculpt the mountain, and then we will we will use we will use those beams as scaffolding. scaffolding. Lay oh. the lay the track you know lay the boards around Mm -hmm. and then we'll work that way and we'll sculpt the mountains on the scaffolding when we're done one by one we will just cut off these these beams patch it up move on to the next one i wonder how much money that saved i'll bet it saved a lot of money or either that or just it allowed them it allowed them to just do something that's never been done before creatively which you couldn't put a price on Mm -hmm. but when you look at all these pictures of galaxy's edge construction you'll see exactly the same thing going Mm. on that's why it worked all that sophisticated rock work is done that way now where they just have they just oversize the 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 beams beams and then cut them off when they're when they're done using them as scaffolding nice wow Win for Everest. Absolutely. You know what? A win for Everest is a win for us. It's true. So true. Win for Everest, <laughs> win for Disney, win for Disney, win for us. That's right, folks. Don't forget to tweet at us. <laughs> Hashtag, what's Joe saying? What's that, Joe? What's that, Joe? <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, a few more quick notes. Uh, as we go through the bu- the buildings in um, the queue, it's you, we've already talked about how everything from all the gear hanging out on that internet cafe all the way through to when you get on all the way up into that ransacked temple it is all of this authentic um, items from nepal itself um in fact over eight thousand pieces were purchased in nepal and sent back over various trips a dream job it would be but here's the challenge they ran into if somebody said you know what i'm gonna go to america and i'm gonna get you know i'm gonna get some stuff and bring it back and you go to target and you're like okay well here's some you know shirts that haven't been worn before i guess i could get a blender i guess i could get you know a set of plates or whatever right i'll buy Mm -hmm. some soccer balls or you know what i mean it's all Mm -hmm. it's all brand new stuff but it's 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 not the stuff that you would think of initially. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, so basically what happened was they were finding that there was a bunch of 
kinds of things available, but not it just didn't feel like it was enough. And, mm. you know, they wanted details. So they would actually go around and they would actually go into villages and like... Ask artisans to do things? Yes, but they would walk into people's houses mm. invited. You know right. what I mean? They weren't just like... But, you know, they were actually like buying like individual items if people were willing to sell it. And it was, it was stuff that people wouldn't think to sell. Right. Right? It was just like... Yeah, you can buy my teacup. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So, so there was one. I mean, I had heard that he that Joe Rody had actually just bought a few. What's that, Joe? What's that hashtag? What's that, Joe? Uh, <laughs> but that he had actually bought a few, like houses out completely, even for the furniture. So when you're in the booking office, for instance, um, I don't know if it's the booking office or if it's the supply shop, like the gear shop. Um, but anyway, there's like this weird, like ladder, like a, it's a cross between a ladder and stairs, Mm -hmm. which is something that you just don't buy. It's something that somebody has had made because they needed to use it for their particular situation in their house. And, um, that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff they walked away with. Wow. Um, so it wasn't a bunch of, you know, like consumer goods. It was the stuff from people's homes and from communities. And so it was, you know, they weren't really looking for, um, you know, a big box store. They were looking to go on, you know, garage sales and rummage sales. And that's the kind of stuff they brought back. Hey, Joe Rohde, if you ever listen to this podcast, I want to hang out with you for just one day. Just one. Oh yeah. Just one. Just one. Like, you know what? Come by, see Liam. Yep. Or we'll let you know when we're going to be in the park. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come by with Liam. We'll take the whole day off and just hang. Heck yeah. 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 It's us, you, and your earring, man. Yeah. We'll we'll grab some coffee at the Internet Cafe and you can tell us what you're saying. Yeah. I don't want coffee from the Internet Cafe. (laughs) That's the ladies' bathroom. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's my goal now every time is just to take you guys by surprise. Yeah, well, it worked. It worked. <laughs> As we go into the the Yeti Museum, the uh, you know it says that there's a curator there, and um, you know what? Hey, Amy, I'm going to make you since you made fun of me trying to pronounce <laughs> um, you know words last week. I'm going to go ahead and make you say this. Go ahead. What was that guy's name again? Oh, well, Jeremy. This is the easy one. His name was uh, Pima Dorje. Actually, that's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you Watch see his picture up there? Buddy. He, uh, the, the, the person pictured is actually the head prop designer oh. for, the, for the project. Is his name really Pima Dorje? No, it's something oh. else. Or Dorje. No, it would be Dorje. Okay. I don't know. PhD. Dorja? PhD. You left that part out. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're going through there, I think we all remember like the big giant yeti foot cast right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like oh this seems fake it probably is but however in uh in 2008 or 9 just a couple of years after this had opened the, this attraction had opened uh joe Rody had received in the mail a foot casting from an explorer of his foot of <laughs> <laughs> Because I can do that, Joe Rody. We can do that. We'll, we'll each cast we'll our each cast our foot. <laughs> we should do that. That would be funny <laughs> to send that to him. Um, he doesn't want me. <laughs> he might. So, uh, but anyway, but like that's the that's the only thing that has been added post opening 
is is that cast that because it is mm. now on display in the Yeti Museum. And it is a, a challenge accepted. It's, it's a real, it's supposedly a real artifact. And it's smaller. It's a much more reasonable looking. It looks like a primate type foot. So, um, but anyway, so notice that next time you go by. The other thing, and I wish I could tell you exactly what and where this is, but I do not know. Um, but Joe Rohde on one uh, was actually able to meet with Sir Edmund Hillary. He was the, the, the one who famously... Um, uh, conquered Everest and wrote about it. Uh, mm. And in one of the pieces in the museum is actually from Sir Edmund Hillary's wow. personal collection. That's pretty cool. Now that's a big tease because we if don't we're going to say that, we should be able to say what it is. <laughs> I I wasn't able to find out what that was. Wow. But uh, hey, ask a cast Time member. I'm sure they'd be happy queue. to tell you. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, Joe Rohde. Hashtag, what's that, Joe? <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's how about this when we are in the loading area we talked about how there is sometimes but not so much these days they supposedly re, they supposedly brought it back but then we didn't see it working for very long and that is the steam effect mm. as the train mm-hmm. pulls up there's a steam effect what you're seeing back behind the on the other side of the track in the loading area and you see this rusted out kind of tank and in contraption Mm -hmm. that is actually a functioning water heater that Mm. is providing the steam Mm. yeah there's something on the track that says steam hot careful yep (laughs) steam hot careful (laughs) or caution or something yeah probably why did you add that into your safety steam hot careful steam hot (laughs) careful (laughs) um so uh, r- real quick, just for those that don't know or haven't noticed, uh, there's a very, actually, you know what, let me back up. Have you, have you ever noticed how you don't, in, in an older roller coaster, an older traditional chain roller coaster, mm-hmm. you go along and then you come up to, you kind of coast up to a hill and then you kind of come back a little bit until you get caught in the chain and it's like all the way up. This, I don't know if you've ever noticed, you just come right up and just you know, you barely hear the chain, mm-hmm. and it and it um, that and they actually developed that kind of silent chain lift for this attraction, and um, you know that's you, so you awesome. see it in use in other places now. But I mean, that is that's where this originated. Wow! Um, and I'm very fond of that mm-hmm. because, for one thing, it's not even so much the noise; it's the fact that the train just keeps on going even when it hits a hill. Right, there's no slap back. Exactly, slap back. And uh, then. Hashtag, what's that, Joe? <laughs> hashtag slap back. <laughs> and then uh, clap back, slap back. And <laughs> then, for those of you that really haven't noticed or haven't paid attention or have just been looking around at the other stuff, the, the way this works is um, going backwards. Um, it's actually a very sophisticated and very well-timed track flip. So I think maybe if if you didn't see it happening or you, maybe your first time experiencing the ride where you go up, you stop at the broken tracks, it's a dead end, and then you roll backwards. What is happening while you're, while you're up there, it's not like a train switch. You know those... You know, when, when when a train track will diverge into two, right. there's an actual switch that just kind of like will make the, force the train to go. Um, you can tell I'm using my hands because I'm hitting my microphone. <laughs> um, but in this case, that's not what's happening. It's actually the, the, the track has a section of it that when it's right side up will help the train go 
up the hill. And then while you're there, the, that track actually flips upside down. It's a two-sided track. And on the backside of that t- section of track is then the proper configuration to, roll to just you roll you straight that. back into the actual. Well, and you can kind of see it if you're in the front of the train coming back That's to where go you back forward. Mm-hmm back forward. Absolutely. When, so when you're there looking at the, you're in the second dead end, looking at the animation of the Yeti, mm-hmm. that's when you can, if you're in the front, you can actually see that happening. Also developed for this ride. First of its kind. Um, so let's talk about the Yeti. The Yeti. Yeti. The Yeti. This bad boy, 25 feet tall. I wonder how long his fingers are. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I know you do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to. You know what? You can ask next well, time we're there. You can ask a cast member. Ask to see the manager. I know they're as round as Twinkies. What? <laughs> what is happening? Is there a is there a carbon monoxide leak in in the no, house somewhere? No, that was a serious question. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Wrapped around as Twinkies. No, they're as round as Twinkies. It's fingers. <laughs> okay, they're that's not what I heard. As round as Twinkies? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's much I've never better. Thought of that. How do you know that? I've looked at his fingers, <laughs> and I've seen a Twinkie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so what <laughs> just happened okay go <laughs> so this thing has 19 actuators okay so like you know the 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 things that are like making him move those like little rods and stuff that like make him lunge forward there are 19 of those it is the biggest of its kind it is supported at the back rather than you know like a traditional leg support where you see mm. you know abraham lincoln rising to his feet mm-hmm. like you know he's dead from the waist down or whatever that's <laughs> you know like like a vampire coming up out of his <laughs> coffin um this is this is actually there's a big rig uh, behind him and we'll talk about that in a second because that became pro- problematic but what it does it allows it allows him to move five feet horizontally. It allows him to lunge out five feet at the car, and then it it allows him to move 18 inches vertically. So including like when his arm sweeps down at you, it's it he, he can move five feet horizontally and 18 inches vertically. Now, that's in A mode. That's in what they call A mode. And mm-hmm. in, 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 I, anybody familiar with this ride is not going to be surprised with any of this information probably. But there was a few months after the ride opened, this framing that he's on, like we were talking about how he supported from the back and this framing, the framing split and it caused catastrophic failure to the whole device, to the, to the whole structure. I wish I could have gone on it when it was working. I know, but very few people saw it. Yeah, I would imagine. So, and you know, you can watch this discovery channel, um, uh, you know, making of Everest building Everest and you can see it back behind, you know, this, this opaque sheet, you know, and it kind of jumps out. Yeah, and you, but all that hair that's hanging down, if you can mm-hmm. imagine just, if you saw that kind of whipping towards you as the arm came, I mean, it, it would have just been incredible. Yeah. Um, however, unfortunately not a ton of people got to see it because of that catastrophic failure. They it's been operating 
in what they call B mode. And that B mode is just, it's they're broken. frozen. Broken. B for broken. And it's, uh, it, it is, it has a strobe light on it to, to make you feel like, you know, it's coming at you. I, I, I swear that I can see that hair move sometimes. And I don't know if they're like well, blowing probably, wind on it or something. Well, it's or, probably us flying by it. Through, yeah. yeah. I will say, I might've said this in the last episode, but I think that it's worth this, repeating. What? Oh it, yeah. Okay. You gotta do this. You gotta at least go on the ride at night. Cause I think that the Yeti, you can really see it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure I said that, but yeah, you did. And it puts your, you're hundred percent right. I mean, it is, it, it's, it's pretty amazing because you, you can just, really see how big it is. It's, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, those fingers feel very long coming at you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, and they look delicious, like a, <laughs> like a sponge twinkie. cake filled with some kind I don't of like cream filling. Mm. <laughs> you call yourself an American. <laughs> so um, anyway, so of course now that's been dubbed um, Disco Yeti. So if you, if you hear that term, which you may have, uh, you've probably uttered it yourself. That's why it is called, that's why he's called now Disco Yeti because he's just sitting under a strobe light. Um, it's still incredibly and there's impressive. no way, and there's no way to fix it. Did you say that? There's, yeah, because of the way that the because that was installed and the mountain is built. So, so I think it's safe to say that it, there's no way to build it without without and there's no way to remove it and and get something new in there without you know making a big hole in, in the, the side, side of the mountain. mountain it would it would be have to be part of a massive refurb um that included destroying a part of the mountain mm-hmm. um and they but they can't repair it i mean apparently not or they would have yeah yeah i mean clearly they would have right, right. it just it's going it would be some massive undertaking Hmm. Um, so anyway, uh, that's kind of, um, that's kind of the, the secrets and kind of the, the deeper story about the attraction. Uh, it's, I'll say this though, it, the fact that it's in BMO, it's still so impressive that Yeti, it's still very impressive because it it's so big, it's so big and it's so, they did such a good job making it look scary. realistic that, yeah, it's scary, but it's not terrifying. Yeah. Like you it's something you think you might find in nature. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not I mean it's supernatural it's, in the sense that it's the huge scary beast, but And I used to be terrified of the Yeti growing up at Disneyland and the Matterhorn. Uh but that Yeti compared to this one looks like the, the Yeti cartoon. from Monsters Inc. Yeah. Um so anyway, any other thoughts on this this attraction? I couldn't find any hidden Mickey stuff about this. I didn't look that oh, hard. I do know of one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I can't remember what door frame it's on, but when you're on the train and you're taking off, I think it's kind of in the middle on the door frame. There's carvings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're on the train, there's a hidden Mickey. I swatted it once and oh nice yeah i've I've spotted it a few times i just can't remember Remember which exactly where it's at yeah oh and there's a hidden mickey like in the canned goods in that supply shop Mm -hmm. shoot Mm. 
Wow. All right. I failed. Yeah, I honestly. the whole hidden Mickey thing. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> hey, let's talk real quick about, we, we like to see if there are any kind of other loosely or directly related things around right. the parks. Uh, I do think there's a very strong Yeti connection between this and the, the Matterhorn. Matterhorn bobsled. Definitely. And uh, I remember riding this growing up mm-hmm. a lot and I loved it and I love the Yeti and I love being surprised by the Yeti. I remember, I remember yeah, it was just an incredible ride. And I remember riding through it on the Skyway. Do you remember when the Skyway was open and you said ride? I right didn't the ride middle? the bobsleds until I was dating you because my family didn't do roller coasters. But did you did you ride the Skyway though? Yes, I do yeah. remember seeing Do you remember how that was unfinished in there too? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It's crazy. Um so so that's a that's definitely a, a related ride. It's quite different, actually, mm-hmm. um, in theme and in story and in location, uh, story location as well. Uh, then the, I think a more closely technologic, technologically mm-hmm. speaking, mm-hmm. a closer uh, attraction would be the Big Grizzly Mountain Runaway Mine Cars in Hong Kong. And we've never been there, but um, we we've do watch a ton of ride-through yes. videos. And uh, we watched this. And this one's had our peepers several times. Yeah, because it's, I think it's the same in, in, so if you imagine, so big Grizzly Mountain runaway mine cars, think of what, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, Mm -hmm. and think of Expedition Everest. I think those are the, if you can combine those two, Mm -hmm. there's no Yeti. And Bear Country Jamboree. (laughs) Right. So there, yes. So there's no (laughs) Yeti, but there are bears and there are kind of cute bears that like are mischievous. It's a lighthearted ride, but um, there's a small chain mountain at the top uh, at the beginning. But then you, but then you're just pretty much just coasting through what. Are it's kind a of, much faster forward ride mm-hmm. from the beginning than Everest, and is. you're truly just coasting, you know, not up and down hills, just kind to of around. around. And eventually, you end up going up this hill, and you hit another chain, and you're going up, you're going up, you're going up. And then and this sudden, is not the silent chain thing. This is like well, old roller coaster chain. Well, the, this particular I, hill, I don't know for sure, but I wouldn't it be surprised. It looks like it. Depending on the age, it it may be silent, but mm. you certainly can hear it. And it here's why I think it's only a sound effect is because at the point that you're going up and you can see this kind of like cable pull, mm-hmm. you know, like gives you the sense that that's how you're getting up the hill. Mm-hmm. When that thing snaps you know, then you just roll straight back. Like they, it, they, I think they're exaggerating the, the sound of that mm. chain. I could be wrong. I don't know. You, you may be a hundred percent right though. It could just be like, I just thought I saw the people have that kind of reaction yeah, of a chain yeah. grabbing. But then I think the, the, the main thing here is that the fact that it goes backwards and then you're, you're going backwards down another track. I mean, that's exactly what expedition efforts right. does. But uh, this one seems to be a, more outside it's entirely outside besides a couple like little cavernous things but but then you do you end up back in another situation instead of you know on that second dead end you hang there while the track switches but instead of looking at like an animation of the yeti you're just kind of looking at like a a animatronic vignette of these bears like i think they're kind of just messing around with some tnt right not not with the mm. intent of blowing anything up, but then they accidentally set it off, <laughs> and then that's really when it takes off, and you have and, this fast and furious. Ending and this to is it. and this part is kind of like 
um, the rock and roller coaster where it's a magnet draw. Right. Yeah. And so from there, yeah, it is a, it is a propulsion kind of thing. The best we can tell from the ride through. So, uh, yeah. So I think those are the closest, I think those are the closest cousins to this, Mm -hmm. to this ride. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, I think that, I think that's going to do it for for this uh, for this companion episode. This was a lot of fun. I'm glad that we went mm-hmm. to Animal Kingdom. I'm glad we really dug into this coaster. It actually makes me appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, we typically do fast pass, and when we do stand by, we're burning through that line because we ju- we're just going because it's a low wait time. Or we do single rider. Yeah, there is a single rider line that you can this get into. This makes me want to get into the fast or the uh, standby line and not worry that I'm not getting on the ride right away because there's so much to see. Yeah, yeah. I really want to go through this again and really soak it in. Yeah. But if you are wanting to ride it fast and not soak everything in, the single rider line really does move quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Which I've noticed only, it moves quicker than some of the other single rider. There's only been one time where it took like maybe 30 minutes because we it was during cheerleader time i was gonna say you're gonna bring up cheerleaders oh aren't boy you? i that was <laughs> that was rough there were two people in front of us and we ended with what like seven people in front of us yeah, because they let they're a like party oh, in. friends come here yeah. stand in front don't of do them. that and don't sing, do that especially the single rider it's just it's um <laughs> oh yeah oof. don't do that at disney that's not cool <laughs> <laughs> all right all right are we right. simmer down yes okay <laughs> Uh, do I need to remind the people of our deets? You do, except Fiona. Oh. This this was this was I'm part so of the whole sorry. like no, this was the whole charades thing we were playing <laughs> that was stalling out the episode earlier. Oh. Fiona uh, was making sure that we were able to get around to this bit of business. Oh, okay. Mm, yes, it is <laughs> magic moments. Um, you know, like you know, I just said kind of a story, but don't tell us that story because that story is sad. Um, we want to hear your magic moment, which means... <laughs> that wasn't a magic moment. <laughs> I My know. Goodness. Don't tell us those kind of stories. Tell us stories where maybe a cast member made your day or um, someone, well, I guess a cast member at the hotels, like, gave your experience a little more magic. Um, and you can tell but us... But why, why do we want to hear these stories? Oh, oh. You know. <laughs> uh, it's so we can put them on our podcast. Oh, well, yeah. I there's, a, there's a lot of... <laughs> I thought there was like a... You know, sometimes we all get to complaining about cheerleaders and and uh, and snakes jumping out of bushes and stuff. <laughs> That's a callback to to a few episodes ago. Um, but, uh, but uh, you know, we just... Yeah, we want to hear your, your uplifting stories um and so we can play them on our podcast and it's share that them simple with and share them with everybody like let's let's celebrate the things we love and talk about the positivity and you can tell us those stories on the number 678-653-2020 if you didn't catch that just then you can hear it again 678-653-2020 and that's just going to be a voicemail nobody's going to pick up and talk to you and transcribe what you're saying (laughs) just leave a voicemail can you tell that wasn't in our notes yeah that was improvised so we don't have notes no we don't have notes it's all in our head what are you talking about (laughs) amy take us out with uh repeat the social repeat the deets first of all if you love this episode 
be sure to use that hashtag. What's that, Joe? <laughs> What's Joe talking about? No. Um, What's that? Joe? We've changed. What's it. that, Joe? There's a few. I really like. We'll search. What's for that, them Joe? All. I wrote down. What's Joe talking about? When What's Joe talking first about? Talk, when we first. What are you writing that on? Okay. Um, <laughs> the Instagram is at Ride Through Pavilion. I'm gonna switch it up on you. Twitter is at Ride Through Pod, and our Pinterest is at Ride Through Pavilion. And if your podcast allows you to review please, please be sure to review it and share it with your friends. Um, we are, we kind of, podcasts live and die by the reviews. So we would love your reviews. Thank Absolutely. you very much. <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right. It hey. sounded like there was a lot more in the gun, but <laughs> nope. You guys join us next week. We are returning to Magic Kingdom for a very very classic ride that we are so excited to talk about we cannot wait but uh we're gonna have to wait until next week uh, for that to happen so uh i think our business here is finished huh yeah all right let's I'm go done. Eat, let's go eat some dinner it's friday night let's find something to eat all right y'all so until next time i'm jeremy i'm amy i'm fiona and also on behalf of liam we bid you adieu and we will see you next time on ride through ride through pavilion